Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on November 18th for the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Patrick Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. To put everything in context, uh, we are here at the 33rd Sunday of Ordinary Time, which means that next Sunday is Christ the King, uh, the great uh, celebration of Christ the, uh, the King of not only uh, uh, the Christian people, but the King of the universe. And we have that celebration which concludes the liturgical year, and after that begins Advent, and after that, begins Christmas. And the reason I bring this up is because out there, we're not really waiting, are we? Not waiting at all. The season of waiting hasn't even come, and for most, it seems like Christmas is already here. And so I think that it's important uh, to differentiate kind of what we're doing uh, from what uh, the rest of the world is doing, that there is value in waiting. There is great value uh, in, in that experience of, of humankind. Uh, we don't like to wait. We don't like to, to, um, to sit and, and kind of wonder, to wait for something to come along. We don't like to sit in traffic. We don't like to sit in line at the DMV. We don't, we don't like to stand in line for, for lunch or, or really anything. We don't like to, to wait. We have grown pretty accustomed uh, to instant gratification, uh, especially in uh, the society uh, that we find ourselves. Instant gratification has become kind of the, the, the norm, and so waiting often seems pointless. And so why even wait for the season of waiting? Let's just get it over with. Let's just get it all over with. And our readings today are kind of a lot like Advent. Our reading from Daniel uh, points towards uh, the coming of Christ, uh, his first coming, the, the birth of Christ by the Virgin Mary, the coming of the Messiah, which will uh, bring about uh, completion for the chosen people. They are exiled, uh, the, the Jewish people at the time of Daniel, they're exiled in Babylon. They are longing for a homeland. They are waiting for that Savior to come. And Daniel speaks of that Savior. He speaks of, of how the Messiah will come in this pretty um, a dramatic kind of, of language. You can think often uh, of the book of Daniel as the book of Revelation for the Old Testament. And so it's very kind of um, this, this dramatic language about the, the coming of a new age a new reality about to, to come. So that's what Daniel is looking for. We read in our gospel today, uh, Christ reminding us of his second coming, of how uh, he will not only uh, die and rise again, uh, but he will come a second time to bring also a completely new uh, reality, uh, the, the time of, of judgment. And so we, uh, we wait for that. We are in that season of waiting just as the Jewish people were in the season of waiting when they were in captivity in Babylon. So there's 
value in waiting. We've been waiting for a while. We've been waiting for 2,000 years. Christ has said he will return. Where is he? We still wait. St. Ignatius talks about how if we don't uh, have the desire to pray, it's good to pray for the desire to pray, or at least ask for the desire to pray. And so if we have trouble with waiting, how about we wait for the season of waiting? Just to, to add a little to it, to back up a little bit so that we're prepared for that season of waiting. I think that's the wisdom of, this, of these readings here a couple of weeks before Advent even begins. They told us in seminary, gentlemen, wait till Advent to preach Advent. Don't kind of jump ahead. But then we have this, what I've heard called little Advent. These readings that come every three years to remind us that we wait for the season of waiting. It, there's a, a technical term for this a desire to, to wait, this desire to extend that, uh, that season of waiting. It's called a delayed gratification. And who here has heard of delayed gratification? Raise your hands. Let me find a young one. Have you heard of delayed gratification? You haven't asked me what delayed gratification is. That's, I'm so grateful that you asked what delayed gratification is. Thank you. For all of those who may not know, it's, it's the bizarre idea that you can maybe eat one Kit Kat and leave the others for a little later. I mean, it's, it's bizarre to me that you can actually do that, but it is possible. And science has shown that by practicing delayed gratification, we actually increase our general happiness. That's the realization that that which we desire is there. It's okay. We'll get it. It just will take a little bit longer. We're going to wait a little bit, which is better psychologically than rushing to get it and then being without it, if that makes sense. When we rush, then we consume that which we desire and then we're left without. So we delay gratification. The wisdom of Advent, the wisdom of little Advent. As a child, now it's not just delayed gratification with food, even though that's the, the easy, uh, the candy bar is the easy uh, example, which we'll come back just in a moment. Uh, but we can delay gratification in other ways. Uh, I have heard that many children love to just watch that Elsa movie or that Moana movie over and over and over again. Is that true, parents in the room? I've seen some shaking heads. I have never seen either movie, so you can be jealous of me for a moment. But uh, I've never seen either of those, but in my life there was a movie that I watched over and over and over again. And in fact, we have an eyewitness here with us today to verify this. My mom would only let me watch Willy Wonka every day. I wanted to watch it over and over again, but for how long was it? A, a, months, wasn't it? Yeah, months. I watched Willy Wonka every day. And she would say, you can't watch it again. You have to wait till a little bit later. 
You have to wait till tomorrow to watch it again. A little bit of delayed gratification. Put two and two together, guess what's playing downstairs? <laughs> it all comes together, doesn't it? So the children of St. Patrick's, uh, over the past weekend, uh, they'll be preparing for their fourth uh, show. Uh, about six flights downstairs, uh, they uh, are putting on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And I think a little delayed gratification in the world of Willy Wonka, the only place, by the way, that's stranger than the Catholic Church, I'm pretty sure, after everything we had this morning. But uh, Willy Wonka, is, there's, there's a possibility, I think, perhaps, of seeing the Chocolate Factory as heaven. I'll just stay with me for a moment. Um, that would make the Oompa Loompas the angels. Uh, so if your imagination allows you, you can go there. <laughs> but there's examples of those who have entered or are trying to enter uh, the chocolate factory, and they fail. They get kicked out. They are removed from that. They don't kind of get what it is, mostly because... They think they know what they want, and they want it now. Those characters are Augustus Glop, Violet Beauregard, Varuna Salt, Mike TV, and then finally we have Charlie Bucket, the, uh, the, the hero of the story, a man in, or a boy in the, both movies, but downstairs, interestingly enough, played by a young woman which was an interesting surprise for me last night. Uh, so that's a, there's a different way of viewing it. But let's look at these four other characters real quick. They're really kind of flat. They, they want one thing, and they can't wait for it. They just have to have it now. Augustus, he is uh, excessive. He, he loves food. He can't stop from trying to get the chocolate from the river. He falls in and he gets sucked up the tube, which is really rather disturbing, uh, but it is what it is. And uh, so Augustus, he is removed because of his desire for excess. Violet, she's the one who chews gum. She, uh, she takes the gum with a full course meal and she's going to have it. And she eats it. She turns into a giant blueberry and she gets rolled away. She is overly competitive. She is going to beat whoever it is that's in her presence. Varuna Salt, well, she's greedy. In the movie, I believe, there's a, golden, uh, a goose that lays golden eggs. Downstairs, there are squirrels that uh, check the, the nuts. And she wants one, and she knows she wants it. She wants it so bad that she falls into the chute, which sends her down to the garbage. And her father follows right behind her for some strange reason. And then, it's a strange world. And then Mike TV, he, uh, he is so impatient that with this machine that's meant to send chocolate bars through the TV, he actually gets zapped and becomes like a six-inch tall little guy who gets carried away and then stretched uh, back to his original shape. But these four different characters, they, they just can't wait. They can't wait. They have to have it now. And there's humility in waiting. There's humility for a moment to, to draw you all in, to say, God has a time. God has a time and God calls 
each of us to conversion. And if we wait a little bit, we can hear that call. Let's look at Charlie. Charlie's much more complex. Charlie doesn't make things happen. Charlie is available for God to work through Charlie, be it boy or girl. God works through Charlie. God doesn't, Charlie doesn't make it happen. He doesn't make sure he gets the golden ticket. He simply finds a coin that allows him to buy a ticket even after he believes the ticket's already gone. He almost stumbles upon it. He's not waiting. He's not, no, excuse me, he's not making it happen. Charlie simply is available for the kingdom of God. Charlie is an example both of humility, I believe, and delayed gratification, that he is just there, open-hearted, open hands, ready to receive from our Lord and Savior. As we wait for the season of waiting, let's be a little bit more like Charlie, a little bit more open to whatever it is that God has in store for us. enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.